everyone. This is Eric Diaz, and you're listening to the Out of Focus podcast, uh, a podcast about nothing and everything. And today, I'm joined by my full-time friend and part-time lover, Nick Farr. Nick, how are you doing? Hey, well, thank you. I, I like that introduction. Yeah, you, I, I like it too. Um, <laughs> and uh, today, since none of you guys know us, I thought that we could talk about us and our history and kind of who we are. What do you think about that? Sounds narcissistic. Let's do it. I'm a super narcissist. I love talking about myself. So, uh, with that in mind, um, motherfucker, give me your elevator pitch. If I were to ask you, hey, who are you? What do you do? And you had like 30 seconds to tell me. What would you say? Oh, Jesus. That's that's like an existential question, right? <laughs> so then that's you, you want to get to. You want to go with like the classics, you know, where you live, where you work, all of those things. It's kind of boring, but... What else do you say? That's an interesting question. Um, but I guess mine to put all of those things together. I live in Queens in New York here. I'm a, I work as a music therapist. Uh, I'm married. And I mean, that's about it. Well, how would you do that? I mean, that's yeah, a, that's a no. hard thing. Like, get, yeah, pitch yourself. Yeah, no, I put you on the pitch. fucking spot. Yeah, You're you welcome. Did. Jesus. <laughs> First day on the spot. Um if I had to tell somebody, it'd be about the same. I'd be like, hi. It'd be like an, a fucking AA meeting. Hey, everyone. My name's Eric. <laughs> hey, Eric. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a software engineer. I like to uh, fuck around with computers and create bugs for all you lovely people out there. Um, you like to break our stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about. I'm about making the internet a worse place, really. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh I live in Utah, so there's Mormons everywhere, but it's not terrible. You know what I mean? Um, I, yes. And I'm married with four dogs. And I think that is like, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time, and they're like, hey, tell me about yourself. That's what I would say. The most basic surface level shit. Sure. Fair enough. Um, so we've been friends for a little while, but... I realize that I don't know that much about you when it comes to those individual things. I know you live in Utah and yeah. you you grew up generally, right, in Utah. Yeah. Were, were you born there too? No, actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm a first generation immigrant. Look at me. Um, I came Got in off just the in boat. time. Just yeah. in time. <laughs> Build that wall. Uh, I came in over here when I was one, I think, and I was born in Venezuela, uh, Valencia. Uh, my parents decided to move the whole family over here because of Chavez and some of the military coup shit going on there. So that's, you know, why I came over. But I've been in Utah for 26 years now, I think. I'm 27. Yeah, 26 years. So, I mean, that's quite a young age. Do you have any memories of living there? None. No, I don't remember anything. I was fucking small. Um, all my memories are from here. I might as well be American, but fun fact, I didn't get my citizenship until last year. So that was fun. Why did it take so long? Well, okay, so we came over. Uh, I was an illegal immigrant. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm calling him right now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm close to where he's from. I'm going to get him. Are you going to get Donnie on the phone? Donnie Jingles is coming. <laughs> to town uh 
yeah so yeah i guess you could call me an undocumented or illegal immigrant whatever you want to call it and uh, were um, i was i'm a full-blown fucking american now and i need a little american music one day just walk on music um that was a process next time it was fun i'll I'll get (laughs) that ready (laughs) um but yeah that's kind of like my whole where i'm from story we were on an overstay visa we didn't get that fixed until recently uh my wife was lovely and helping me out with that so she's a gem ah so you latched on to some american girl yeah and now i need to pump an anchor baby inside her and then it's like (laughs) (laughs) complete (laughs) the deal is sealed my friend (laughs) oh so blatant I know. I mean, I'm American now, right? That's the, kind of yeah. Part you're, of the package. you're part of the culture now. You're you're all yeah. in. You're all in. So you know, that's me. Um, how about you? Are you from the Big Apple? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I I'm a, I I got off the boat to New York uh, a few years ago. I'm a Utah native. Oh so shit! I'm I'm from the land where you where you are currently occupying. Uh yeah, actually born born and raised in in Utah. Uh, I left there after I finished my bachelor's degree for my first job. But yeah, twenty two years in Utah. Um, wow. So you've outlived me there now. I have. Oh my you, god! You beat me. <laughs> um, so why the move to New York? I came out here to do my master's degree. Um, to, to study at a, a college out here and then I I stayed. I was like, you know what? This is this is this is my land now. I'm taking over <laughs> for Donnie Jingles. Plant that MAGA flag, I, my I friend. I was doing I was doing the American way. I was like, you know what? I'm here now. This is mine. <laughs> and like a true American. You can't have it anymore. Manifest destiny. Just be sure not to kill any natives. I'll try. So Do your best. You, I know, I know that you're a you're a software engineer and you break the internet, uh, and so then I also know that you got your degree in something like that. I'm curious what that, but I also know that you were working in the field, so I'm curious about that that process because a job like mine, you don't get. I mean, an an outside of really direct supervision, you don't get to just go and work and have a job in the field until you're done. So what was your process like going through that? Sure, yeah. Um, So I think software development and just software in general is a super broad umbrella term, right? Like on one hand, you have motherfucking WordPress, right? Which is a simple blogging platform for those of you who don't know. Uh, and and anybody it's the can worst. Use it. It, no, yeah, it, no, no, no. I try and use it, and I I hate it. I hate everything about it. Worst experience ever. Anyway, continue. No, I agree. It's a garbage fire, and I hate that fucking shit. Okay, um, okay. As long as we're on the same page, there. That's where I started. Um, my first real developer job, and let me let me take you back a little bit. My first maybe real adult job was working at this little place called Bluehost, and they were a web hosting company. So wow, he's dropping names. 
I know. Yeah, I used to work there, and they got acquired by a company called EIG, and everything went to shit. So I left a year later. Um, but there, a lot of people did shared hosting, which you guys don't care about, but you would pretty much buy space on a server and share it with a bunch of other people and you'd host your website and our most common website offering was wordpress you could easily deploy a wordpress site with us so i learned a little bit about that and uh, i had that job while i was in college and i hated that place so a year later i started looking for why did you hate that place jobs. um because i wanted to learn about it and linux and software shit and it was good in the beginning right but a month after I was there, it they, always they be, is. It was, yeah, you know, like a bad relationship. It was good in the beginning. Um, they got acquired by some fucking megacorp, mm. and uh, <laughs> and it focused on profits instead of actual like customer service and um, doing good things. You know, I, they tried to make me into a salesman, and I am not. I can't sell okay. anything to save my life. I can't. I would do things for people for free because the software we would sell, you could do it for free on your own. And I'd be like, these are the steps. You know that scene? You've seen The Incredibles, right? Yeah. Okay. You know that scene where fucking Mr. Incredible is telling the little old lady how to circumvent all their rules with insurance? Yes. Yeah. That was my fucking spirit animal while working at Bluehost. I'd be like, okay, you don't need this. This is how you do it on your own. So you just compared yourself to an altruistic superhero. Just wanted to pull aside and... Yeah, that's me every day, though. Like, I, you don't get that when you're talking to me? You don't pick that up? Because honestly, I'm offended. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm there. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm just, I just want to make it clear that that's, yes. that's what we're talking about. <laughs> so me being a superhero, I found a little mom and pop small business um, software development shop where we would, mostly it was WordPress development and PHP. And we would acquire clients and build shit for them. And that was my very first software job. And I was paid $18 an hour. Wow. Racking it. I know. In. Rack them Wait, up. Rack them up. Are you in, are you working on your undergrad at that time? I was. Yeah. Yeah. $18 an hour for what? Were you like a sophomore in college? I was. And I had the biggest erection because that's the most money I ever earned in my life. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. So I was excited. Um, but because of how broad software is and how much of an umbrella it is, you get super wide varying levels of competency, I guess. Tell me how wide. Uh, <laughs> hmm. um, and because of how wide that was. Slower. You could. Uh, are you masturbating right now? Bring it down to <laughs> what? This is huh? This is an audio medium. I I don't know anything <laughs> when you're talking about. Isn't isn't that why ASMR is a thing? Is so that people can jerk off to audio? Okay, hold on. We're okay. We'll side note. Hold on. Sidebar. Yeah. What is the appeal of ASMR? Yeah. Here, let me take a second. Um. Hi, my name's Eric. Stop. And Stop. Stop. This is me. I hate it so much. <laughs> It just, like, I don't know, there's something about, like, you're inside my brain, and I don't like it. I don't like, especially wearing, you know, fancy headphones right now. Yeah. Oh, God. You, oh. You, uh, you read it, yeah? Uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, why not? 
Um, there was a video that came out by some dude called uh, Pay Money Wubby, I think. Yes. Okay. You saw I that? I've recently become a fan of this guy. I like yeah. his stuff. Uh, I didn't watch that video on purpose because I knew he would be watching and listening to a lot of examples. And I was like, I can't do it. No. Not only was it a lot of examples, uh, the like most notorious example was a fucking 10-year-old little girl. And it was no. the worst thing. She would no. she'd be like, today, um, no. I'm going to eat some honeycomb. And she eats the stickiest ass honeycomb. And just you hear all the mouth sounds. I'm cringing right now. I'm upsetting you. Oh, God. Like, my muscles are all tense. No. Especially... Ew. I forgot. Oh, God. Okay. Because I'm so... I avoid this whole thing so much because it gives me the creeps. And uh, I I can't stand it. That I forgot that people do beyond just speaking and doing scripts. I forgot that they do other stuff like eat and... Oh, she has like this the longest Ooh. ass nails and she'll just tap it on shit right next to the mic. Like she'll uh, be like, I'm drinking a can of soda and then just like tap the soda can with her fucking long ass nails. And she's 10. Okay, there's no way this isn't sexual. This is sexualizing a 10 year old and, and, and her mother endorses it. There's like a little cop role play that Pay Money Wubby shows and it's the worst thing. Is I am, it's child exploitation and oh. I am astounded. Oh my God. Nope. Nope. I'm throwing a whole bucket of nope on top of this. I'm going to send you that video. Nope. You need to watch it. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I know what I like, and I know that that is not one of those things. You know what oh. we should do? What? Um, I'm just throwing this out there for later episodes. We should do an ASMR episode. We should no. just like... <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Um, to all our fans out there, like, comment, subscribe, fans. and let fans. yeah, our fans, yeah, our fucking fans, fans. let us know if you want us to do an ASMR video. No, no. The worst thing I can think of, and this is truly because I I am willing to be a content whore, and I would hate it so much. But a sort of uh, like a riff tracks approach to it, where we listen, watch. And you can have our, almost like the reaction vid version. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Why did I even I, say that? I'll have to send you another video. Uh, but I used to be a, a fan of the Game Grumps back in the day. And my brother-in-law is still a fan. And they're great. You know, I just don't watch them as often as I did because I have other things going on. Uh, but they did an ASMR, like ASMR video from hell. To their buddy so their buddy's laying on a couch and they have this this wacky mic that's two ears and he's listening to them and they're they're doing kind of like this fake asmr and it's terrible it's the best i'll send it to you uh I, oh okay okay you'll love it yeah i'm sure i will yeah you know asmr software yeah um, anyways software tell tell me more about uh letters that make things happen on the computer yeah, um, that's essentially it. You type in shit, and computers do shit, and you hate people. Um, but going off of the whole ASMR thing and sound things, you have strong feelings about it because I think you're so involved in music. So tell me about your career journey with musical therapy. 
Music, first of all, you got to cut that A. No, 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 out. no. Musical therapy. I know no, it bugs you. No. Musical therapy. Oh, that's why you did it. Uh, <laughs> you're the worst. And Music therapy. By the way, solid segue. I'm just going to call you out on that one. Look at you. Thank you. Wrapping oh. it all together. I don't know. What do you want to know? It's a, it's um, a weird topic. I mean, you used to do band gigs. What made you want to become a music therapist first, though? Oh, all right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> band gigs. Uh, yeah, I was a musician growing up. Um, started, I actually started in the good old band, like many old kiddos, playing the trumpet. Really? I did not know that. I did, yeah. I didn't know Band that. and the jazz band and all that stuff. I was never very good. I was mediocre. <laughs> I was like a third chair kind of guy, you know? <laughs> it's because... Chair. I hate, uh, well, I, well, a big portion of it is I hate practicing, and I still do, but I have tricks um, and stuff that we'll talk about later, I guess. Uh, but then I picked up the bass guitar uh, when I was a little preteen, little kiddo, and then, yeah, I got really into that, um, started playing in bands, started doing stuff and things, and... When it started to get to the time of what are you going to do with your career, one of the things I was always looking into, uh, which there was a whole bunch of options, by the way, uh, I was for a while I thought I might want to be a pilot, like a commercial wow. pilot. Really? And I really don't know where that motivation came from. It was purely just like that sounds cool. Go around, do stuff, <laughs> fly big things. That's Can I cool. tell you what uh, one of my first, this was like in seventh grade, and I just yeah. watched Indiana Jones, but Hit I wanted me. to be an archaeologist. <laughs> and then I found out what archaeologists really do. They don't go around fucking finding treasure. They, it's fucking boring, and I didn't want to become an archaeologist anymore. And hanging out with attractive women? Yeah, that was like the main draw, right? You, fi- you find treasure, you bang hot chicks. What more could you want? There you go. But no, it's just being hot and uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, to all you archaeologists out there, I see you and I respect you. <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Then the pilot thing faded away. I th- honestly think a big portion of it was just it's so crazy expensive um, to do something like that. And then there was a little while, like might be it's something in biotech. I was a I was a bio nerd. Um, and then it really came down to psychology and I thought I might go be become a psychologist, become a therapist, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and a, the singer of one of the bands that I was playing in, she happened to be a music therapist and I had no idea what that was. Um, and so I just, we, we had to drive, uh, Oh, for all the, the Utah, uh, listeners, here's here's a shout out here. We're coming <laughs> coming back to the valley from Park City, so you know that's wow. that takes some time to drive yeah. down. We were coming back from a gig because we none of us were old enough to drive. Um, <laughs> so the the singer's mom was driving us uh, back, and I just started asking her about it, and I found it really interesting. It seemed to be this hybrid, you know, a little bit of. The what I was interested in about becoming a therapist, yet there's a huge aspect that it's through music. So 
I decided Would you to say uh, that it was a little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Um, it just—I don't even hear the original song when somebody pulls a reference to that. I just hear uh, the South Park episode. Yeah, yeah, me uh, too, man. Of, of Randy. <laughs> <laughs> so I just always want to do it like Randy does it. Uh, Randy's a baller. <laughs> He's the best. So yeah, that was that was it. I uh, I decided to try and join the program at the good old Utah State University. Eventually got in, and uh, yeah, then I became a music therapist. And uh, some of you were probably wondering, like I was saying, what the hell is a music therapist? That's a wonderful question, and it's a really complicated question. Yeah, it is, I w- and I would love to hear the answer to this. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> I the, the way that I like to describe it the, the most is it's... Uh, a therapist addressing a clinical goal through the use uh, and through the experience of music. And a lot of people think it's this sort of receptive thing or we're going to put on some sort of song. And 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 sometimes there can be things like that, but um, most of the time it's quite an active process and interactive. And um, I'm trained in a sort of specialty now here in New York that really focuses on clinical improvisation. So it's about us, me and the client or the group that I'm working with, improvising music together to address clinical goals. And clinical goals, again, super vague because (laughs) the populations that we can work with are all over the place. Um, My focus here in the clinic that I work at is mainly with uh, people who are on the spectrum um, people with autism, or as some of them self-describe, it's, it used to be like a not PC word, but some of them embrace it and just call themselves autistics. I don't know what that sometimes makes me a little <laughs> uncomfortable because I was so trained to not use that word. Uh, but whatever. Um, they can, Seems to be I, a minefield. It is. It's a minefield. <laughs> it, it, I, it's like a white person, which I am talking about race. Like, oh, I put Oof. my hands up in the air and I yeah, go, let's whatever. Get into that. Whatever. Nope. Uh, whatever you <laughs> tell me to say. Um, <laughs> First episode of the podcast. Let's address race. Yeah. Let's, let's fi- never do that. Let Let's fix the problem. Um, Jesus. As. As two people from Utah, we know what's wrong. Yeah, well, and you know, you just said you could get Donnie on the horn. I'm sure he'd have some good opinions on race. He's got it. He he knows yeah. the best people. Um, so, oh yeah, clinical goals super vague, right? Um, but with working with people on the spectrum, I always say like the big, the big sort of overall thing that I'm working towards is, I say the capacity to build and maintain relationships. So a lot of that comes through. Um, developing flexibility, um, social and communication uh, skills through relationships, not just you say this, I say this, but actually (laughs) having an experience of having a social exchange with someone through our improvised music. Right. So a typical session that I do, uh, someone comes into the room, I have a variety of things uh, put, put around, they go to whatever instrument they want or not, and they start doing something or in some sort of way, I start playing something reflecting what I'm seeing from them. It always comes from them first. And then we... Because uh, we're focused on meeting them where they are instead of let's sit down, 
you make eye contact with me, do this and that and that. It's about us developing a more authentic, spontaneous interaction. Because then Hmm. um, the motivation is there. There's sort of an emotional charge to want to interact with somebody. Yeah. Rather than doing it because I told you to do it. Or (laughs) I'll give you this gold star or a shiny cookie if you talk to me. Um, I've always liked, and we've talked about, you know, uh, how your career relates to relationships. And I thought something that was really insightful about the conversation we've had about this before is that it's not only about the relationship with others, but kind of about the relationship to the self. And I kind of, I just want you to know that stuck with me for a while and kind of blew my mind. I was like, whoa, this is nuts. All right. I'm going to use one, one of my therapist lines right now. You ready for this? Yeah. Ready to get hit? I'm going to go say more about that. I don't know. I just like uh, the fact that one, you recognize that there is like this relationship to the self, you know what I mean? And two, that, right. that you're, you're able to help people work on that. That's interesting to me. You know, I don't know why that stuck with me, but it did. It's just like, well, wow. yeah, well, the relationship with yourself is, is quite an interesting thing because that dictates your experience of moment to moment. Right. Right with your understanding yeah, of yourself and to sort of go on that large existential level, the, the more self-awareness that you have about yourself can lead to you sometimes even purposefully shifting your experience of situations because of your awareness of yourself. Right. Oh, this um, happened. I know that I typically respond in this sort of way and that doesn't usually work out for me. Maybe maybe I'll do this or try that. Or even just being aware of it when I go into it might shift my experience of it and the, and the outcome afterwards. That's interesting. Um, and maybe one of the reasons why it stuck with me is also, I think around the same time I was reading a book, and we're going to get all nerdy here, kind of, but it was Hit by uh, Dr. Gabor Mate, right? And... That sounds like a name that when that person writes a book, you're going to listen and and it's going to be deep. Like yeah, a name fucking, like that. <laughs> the title of the book was fucking In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, right? And it was what? a book. Yeah, it was a book all about uh, addiction. This motherfucker worked at a Vancouver like needle exchange heroin clinic, right? And it was just really a deep dive on on addiction uh, and kind of that relationship to the self and self-awareness. And a big thing that one of his like doctory scientist friends touched on was that a lot of the time we go through life with sort of this autopilot, you know what I mean? And it, it brought into question the whole, like, do you have free will, free choice? Anyway, this dude's whole conclusion was like, yes and no. Uh, if you're on autopilot, no, if you're just like responding to things, no, you don't really have free will. But the more you're aware of how you react to things or how you feel about things or why you're feeling the way you feel, kind of the more free will you have. And it was kind of an interesting conclusion, I think. That is, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, I, I agree with that. And the um, and one thing that I always thought was really interesting when I, when I was studying these things, and especially not only like studying music therapists, but stu- studying other types of therapists, right, because theories are grown and shared between disciplines is uh there was this idea i read about sort of that autopilot idea 
and uh, his encouragement to all types of people to when you're doing these things that you do every day to try and change something about it, to shift your experience and to to try and experience something a little bit um, outside. He's like, for example, uh, if you always brush your teeth with your right hand, try your left that one day. Get dressed in a way that you don't typically do it in the shower. Mix up the order in which you <laughs> wash yourself. You know, just not all in the same day, but just like try and take that idea of doing something a little bit different. And I, I always found that fascinating. And then I realized how hard it is to brush my teeth with my left hand. <laughs> That's really what it came down to. I can't do it. Uh, I don't think I could do it either. But I think a little... Well, you try it and then you report back to us. I'm, maybe I'm ambidextrous and I don't know it. Um, <laughs> I think little nuggets of wisdom like that are super interesting because routine is both comfortable important and kind of boring all at the same time right and i think yeah. this shift in experience that you're talking about uh, even if it's a little routine change kind of broadens your horizons in a, in a tiny way you know yeah absolutely and and i think that that's some sort of something that goes along uh kind of with that work in general is about growth in some sort of way and growth can be a a really um stretchable word in the way that you define it (laughs) right i think i think you're right yeah uh maybe depending on the metric i don't know yeah well well people always say well how do you how do you provide growth for you know like someone in hospice care or something like that where they're not uh where they're grad you know overall speaking on a functional level in a decline right 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 Hmm. Growth can be defined as a different kind of thing. How do you grow while you're slowly dying? Huh. That's heavy Which is shit, the man. name of my next metal album. Oh, are you plugging it right now? Yeah. It, it'll, be, uh, it'll be dropping this April. Shit. I gotta go to that concert. Uh, track um, one is called Shredded Wheat. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, while we're here. Um, yeah. What are you drinking right now? I, I wouldn't be drinking anything. Why would I do that? You're not drinking? I'm right. from Utah. I, I don't drink. Right, right. Or they'll <laughs> find you. <laughs> I I actually am enjoying a nice beverage right now. Hmm. It's a it's a concoction I made of uh a good old Arnold Palmer with some gin inside. Ooh. A ginny palmer. That sounds like a bitch drink. It does, especially when I call it a ginny palmer, a don't ginny I? Palmer. <laughs> Uh, that Arnold like Gin, I don't know. I trying like to Ginny make it. Palmer. Ginny Palmer is just a nice name it for works. it, right? I just Plus pulled it makes that me out think of my of a redhead ass. in Harry Potter. So hey. yeah, and it's kind of like I know the listeners can't see, but you know, it's kind of brownish, close enough to red. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, for those of you keeping score at home, I am also imbibing a beverage and drinking a nice vodka lemonade because I'm a bitch. Vodka and lemonade. Because you're a bitch, okay. Yeah, I like to emulate those um, those college days where you would just take a heavy alcohol and mix it with something like Gatorade. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. why not? Um, oh, speaking of weird drinks, so the other night I went to uh, a Switch party, a Nintendo Switch party. Oh, wait, was it like the commercials? Did you go on a rooftop and you guys all played Switch and it was great? Yeah, and we were the oh most diverse... God 
grouping of people. Like I was the only white guy there. Everybody <laughs> else was Asian, Latino. It's just like the commercials. <laughs> oh my god! And we were Tell all we all look like models. Hmm. Um, but anyways, the host he was he was drinking something that um, he had in, in his glass, and I. I could not figure out what it was. It kind of looked like watered-down pineapple juice huh. and, like with a lot of ice in it. And um, so I, I finally asked, and he told me, and I had never heard of this before, he's, and he's from uh, Argentina, and he said Ooh. that this is, a, this is a, a big drink down there. But he, he said it was apple cider and vodka together. That's weird shit. Right. Does it not sound like the most disgusting combination? Yes. Yeah. Um, no. I, yes. But of course, you know, being at a switch party, you know, <laughs> you got to open up. Um, so I tried to try to sip of it. And what was so surprising was that the bitterness of the apple cider Sort of made it like nothing else was in there, which makes it a dangerous beverage. Ooh, huh. Kind of like a gin and tonic, where the tonic water kind of takes away from the gininess a little bit. Like the lime. Sure, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't talk. I've done gin shots recently. So. Ugh, ugh. Yeah. Why would, you, why would you do that? You remember, baby. We were playing Smash Bros, and I was getting drunk off gin shots because it was the only alcohol I had. But, like, the... <laughs> Again, Ford K. emulating those college days where you just pound whatever fucking bottom shelf alcohol you have and hope you get drunk quick. Oh my god, I can't. So, like, that's a drink that I I enjoy. I enjoy that drink, but I would never, ever, want to take a shot of it. It was a spiritual experience. You know? uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Say more about that. Yeah, I um, I feel like I ascended into clouds of juniper really i became <laughs> one with gin i felt it it was coursing through my veins i bet it was <laughs> then coursing out of your mouth into the toilet <laughs> uh vomit free since 2003 my friend so <laughs> wow that's a jingle i know right vomit Thank free you. since 2003 total lie by the way oh uh, yeah there was one time, this was my first year of college, mind you, and there was no drinking involved. Um, it was oh. during finals week, and it was my math final. Me and my wife were in the same math class, and I'd woken up to the sound of, like, two other people in my house just vomiting their guts up. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh, no. But I woke up at, like, four in the morning. To no, no, I, no, felt- no, no. <laughs> I felt fine. But no, no, Nothing no, no. wrong. And then two hours later, I fucking just fall to my knees. I'm like crying at the toilet, like, please, no, I don't want to, please. And I vomit my guts up. I'm dying. But I have a math final. We have to go to class that day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I actually vomited at the math final. Not in class. The teacher was cool. She was awesome. She was an adjunct. But I just look at her and I'm like, look, I really got to run. I will be right back. I swear. I'm vom- She's. I'm sweating and I'm pale. She's like, just fucking go. I go. <laughs> I throw up. I feel a little better. I come back and I finish my math final. And she pulls me aside afterwards. She's like, do you want to like retake this or something? You look terrible. I'm like, 
I just want to be done with college. Can I go home? <laughs> that was my first year. I'm done being a big kid. Yeah, can I not ever do this again? Uh, college fucking sucks. Uh, I feel for all of you out there right now. They might not be in college. Uh, all our listeners are between the age of 18 and 24. That's what our oh. Google Analytics says. For the for the episodes that we haven't even released yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Calling yeah. it now. All right. <laughs> That's our that's our demo. I don't even fucking know. So that's yes. the bottom of the millennials and the top end of the Generation Zs. Gen Zs, something some stupid joke about Tide Pods. I don't know. Nailed it. Didn't I though? Nailed uh, it, Hundo. Uh, so like this this idea that we're making this podcast now. I use a. I'm. I use a little soundboard for setting up our stuff, and I just realized I have it laying flat on the desk, and my cat is walking across the desk, and I'm getting oh no. very afraid oh no. that, that he's going to trigger some sort of sound. Oh, um, you know what? While we're here, tell us about your cat and how you feel about him. What's I his name? I don't, I don't like him. Um, his name is Khan, K-H-A-N, because he is so sadistic and evil. <laughs> <laughs> that you just you want to have that Star Trek moment and just God. <laughs> um, so we just yell that at him all the time. I'm sure as these things continue, he will probably ruin parts of it. Um, he'll probably come over and scream into the microphone at some point. Uh, so I'm sure we'll run into him in the future. Oh yeah, f- for all of you at home again. Um, we don't have the budget of NPR, which means we don't have a recording studio. I'm in my office at home, and I have shoved towels under my door, and my wife was kind enough to cordon off the dogs upstairs so that nothing gets fucked up, hopefully. Yeah, the four dogs you have, Jesus Christ. Four dogs. Oh, okay, so speaking of this this monster of an animal, yeah. um, so there's one thing that I did recently uh, that makes my uh there's something about, it does to my existence <laughs> it just it it brings me such joy and it, it. Feel, and it feels so evil to say um but so when we first got him when we first adopted the little guy uh we were feeding him in the morning terrible idea because that just means every morning at 5 a.m. you know an hour or two before he's supposed to be fed He's in our bedroom screaming his face off about how it's time for him to eat. What a and cunt. Y- yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, did you hear that that word drop? Boom! I felt it Boom, hit the yeah. ground. Um, first one. That was you got the first one. Hey, first cunt. Time, <laughs> time stamp. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna sample that out. Hey. Uh, use it as a drop. So uh, we decided we'll switch to nighttime. So at least, you know, right before we go to bed, we'll do it then. He and so, But he would complain every night for hours. And he would just scream at me. He'd literally jump up. If I'm sitting at the desk here, he'd jump up on the desk, put his face in my face, and just scream. Oh, and I remember this. We visited you, and he did this while we were visiting. He just yeah. Like, fucking get up in your grill yeah. yeah he'd he'd be pissed and i wasn't late like i wasn't giving it to him 
at not the right time, but he just loses marbles. And before all of you write in healthy weight, blah, 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 <laughs> vet has done all the things, he's fine. He's fine. Um, he's fine. Just had to nip that. <laughs> um, uh, so that was getting super annoying. So I thought, oh, you, I discovered that there are things uh, called the automatic feeders. Oh, tell me more. Tell yeah. me more. So it's a robot that has all the food inside, and then you set it up for when to feed the monsters. It's Fuck. usually meant for like the type of animals that you have to feed a few times a day. Oh, okay. um, because it can do like the small portions or whatever. But if you want, you can just set like the normal portion one time a day, boom, and it goes off. So we, uh, I set that up, and what I, what I noticed is that after I ordered it, they had their little advertisement on Amazon, a little <laughs> video of how it worked, because I wanted to make sure like, oh, how it works. And they're like, oh, and when you set up the timer, uh, if because uh, they assume you're not going to be home, Oh. You know, that's why you buy this. You know? <laughs> so uh, they're like, you can record a nice little message for your little fluffy friend. And, you know, all the actors are like, oh, it's it's num num time sprinkles <laughs> and all of that stuff. So, <laughs> so I decided when I got mine uh, <laughs> that rather me. that rather than, you know, do something like that. What I did is I went to a good old South Park episode and I sampled Cartman screaming, No, kitty, it's a bad kitty! It's my Popeye, kitty, it's a bad kitty! (laughs) And so every night at 10 o'clock when the cat is sitting by the robot waiting to be fed, (laughs) right before it goes off, I just hear from the kitchen Cartman screaming, No, kitty, it's a bad kitty. And then I just hear him shoveling food into his face, just. <laughs> and nothing brings me more joy than him getting um, screamed at while eating his dinner. Oh. Can I tell you uh, what us millennials call that? I, uh, sure. Yeah, that's some goddamn self care right there, my friend. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I'm living my best life. That's, You're living that's your best life. Yes, queen. <laughs> Slay it. Slay. Oh, my God. Uh, your cat's cute, but yeah, I, I learned quick that he could be a dick bag. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to, you know, that's just, it's, it's my own little zen moment of the night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so besides, you know, listening to your cat eat and... Uh, South Park sound bites. Is there anything else you like to listen to? King of the Segway again. Oh. Uh, you are you're nailing these. Um, Thank you. Because what I was going into before you brought up um, Monster Face over there, <laughs> who's <laughs> laying under my computer monitor as we speak, just staring at me like a dragon right now. Yeah, he um, shook the camera a couple times. Actually, it was awesome. Oh, he did. Yeah. See. Yeah. Oh my God, he looks so creepy. He's he's like tired or something, not moving. His eyes are half open. God, that was really scary. But right when I moved, I was gonna grab my phone and take a picture so I could save that because it was creepy as hell. Uh, but he he woke up. Um, he was like asleep with his eyes open. It was terrifying. Oh man. 
Um, anyways, yeah, I was going to bring up the idea, like we're starting this podcast and something that I was thinking about was, uh, beyond just what we listen to, uh, because we both listen to podcasts. What do you like about podcasts? Hmm. Um, I think what I like about podcasts kind of reflects a little bit of what we're doing in this podcast. So really, I'm just art reflecting art, my friend. Um, I like listening to other people kind of dig around. I listen to two main ones regularly, probably. Uh, okay. I listen to Dude Soup, which is a funhouse podcast. And I listen to... They have a movie one where they... Re- and I don't watch fucking movies, but they review movies and trailers and shit. And it's just them shooting the shit and it's nice and they're funny guys and that's kind of what i like about podcasts you know okay uh if is that fun house where they do like that german spelling h-a-u-s yes okay i know who they are yeah yeah them um yeah i uh uh i like watching some youtube videos occasionally that do with gaming because why the fuck not when there's nothing good on netflix and hulu i'm like what's uh what are these fuckers up to and they make me laugh, usually. So, you know. Well, so who are some of your favorites? Uh, those two are probably my favorites. Um, my wife. Well, I even mean basis. with the, uh, the the YouTube gaming. Oh. Like, what, are the, what are the channels that you go Shit. like? Shit. Hey. Uh, come on. There's no, I think my absolute favorite, and it's sad that he doesn't pump out daily content, but whatever. He, he comes out with stuff, you know, once every week or two weeks it's fucking donkey video game of course video game donkey he he uh, he slays it queen he does slay it queen i wish i could do a good donkey impression because he is just he changed uh fucking youtube gaming videos for me he's so great he he oh yeah like my perspective of everybody who does anything that has us like people try you know to be funny in them and might have some decent jokes but he just kills it. He really does. His editing, his voice, everything is on point with Dunkey. I love it. He is everything I aspire to be. Uh, I'm planning on getting a spaghetti and meatballs tattoo on my thigh. <laughs> so, Dunkey, if you're listening, this is for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a really funny tattoo. That with uh, Papa John's on it. Uh <laughs> Enough inside baseball references. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the podcast, let's see. Uh, I think I listen to podcasts a little bit more than you. but I think you do, yeah. But nothing insane. What do um, you like? I like a lot of stuff, to be quite honest. Um, I... One of my one of my all-time favorites is another... Uh, is, a, is a comedy podcast um, called Ice Cream so- Social... Um, which is two improv comedians and uh, their sound guy. Just like you were saying, like the idea of just bullshitting about things, coming up with, obviously because they're professional comedians, coming up with <laughs> bits, um, characters, and just running with stuff. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a really fun, and they also have a really sort of positive um, listener base of like the people that they interact with on social media and things like that. Um, but what I realized I like about podcasts and things like that, or is that I enjoy not 
I I enjoy the idea of sustained conversation. Yeah. And storytelling through a I think a less edited and uh, <laughs> pro- produced way, right? Kind of more raw and visceral. Well, yeah, which I it sounds like a cliche, but um, yeah, I I enjoy listening to interesting people talk to each other. Yeah. I right? think I agree. Yeah. And and it's not something that I feel like we often get to do personally. Um at least for myself that that often I don't often get to sit down with even someone like you who I'm doing this right now. When's the last time we talked this long? Uh that's a great question. I don't think I mean most of the time when we do talk, we fucking hop on a game. And then half right. of my attention is on the game and half of it's on you. So that's a good point. Yeah. Well, we're not. I, um, another podcast that I listen to is uh, Penn Sunday School, Penn Gillette's uh, oh, podcast. Okay. And he, he talks about this, too. And I really like this idea of this. He always said, we're always trying to find something else to do when what we really want to do is have a conversation with somebody. Where Ooh. we're like, let's go to dinner. Where then it's about eating but right. what we really want to do is have a coffee. Let's get a cup of coffee. Let's blah, 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 blah. But how often do you just say, let's go sit somewhere and just <laughs> talk to each other? So let's, uh, let's get a little existential with that. Okay. Or let's actually, let me emulate you. Okay. Tell me, tell me more about that. Why do you <laughs> think we crave that? Um, I, I think it's uh, at least, well, this may be a cultural uh, lens on it, but in our culture, I think it's uh, may- maybe perhaps a little too intimate to request that mm, with another okay. person. So you need um, like an excuse to do it. Yeah, like yeah, I think so. I think I think it truly is an excuse. And also, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, then whatever activity you're doing, you have something to reference back to. <laughs> in the own conversation. So it sort of like works back to itself. If you're at a coffee shop and the conversation sort of s- stalls, you can talk about the coffee or where you <laughs> are. Do you see that weird looking guy over there? Wow, this coffee tastes like ass. Just like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Then you have yeah. something to talk about. <laughs> the taste of ass. The taste of ass. Yeah, okay, so how often do you... No, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019, Nick. We eat ass now, right? That slogan, 2019, <laughs> asses on the table, literally. Oh my god, I wish a presidential candidate would fucking have that as a slogan. Asses on the table. <laughs> uh, um, so, oh yeah, to continue, so like those two, uh, I, oh and speaking of that same topic, um, recently... Conan O'Brien launched his own podcast. Oh, we're he, competing up against Conan. Shit. I know. And we're going to take him down. <laughs> Hashtag beef. Um, <laughs> you go, but, Glenn Coco. But uh, Conan, which I love his idea for this, he called his podcast Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Feels like a little too on the nose. Well, it is. It is. That's amazing. But it's sort of like a bit, you know, that they can run into. But even with like the comedy stretched away, the conversation is these are the people he's like, you come on my show, you know, every year or so, but we never talk. Like, could we be friends? 
Could we be friends? Could we like each other? That's yeah, an interesting like, premise. Like, yeah. let's figure that out. Do you think I like we, that. Could, we could be friends? Um, so I think that goes along that same sort of idea. Um, every once in a while, I'll listen to H3. Um, oh, but, H3 is pretty good, yeah. But therefore, they're not all the time for me. No offense. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ethan, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Papa um, bless. Big ups, man. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I say of course, um, but, you know, the This American Life every once in a while, some of those stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have, they have great production quality. They, they do it great. There's no living up to that, I think. Um, yeah, well, you know, you got to talk really close into the microphone. <laughs> you ever listen to, my wife listens to random podcasts sometimes, and there's one called The Heart, and they always, the transition's great, because I'll be like, and this is The Heart, and then they fucking do some, like, music, and it's great. Love it. They do good. Production value. Yeah. Which we have zero. None. <laughs> no production here. Um, um. So what don't you like about podcasts? So I, <laughs> I experienced this recently, actually. Uh, my engineering manager at work, she's smart as shit. And she listens to podcasts all the time. But most of the podcasts she listens to are engineering podcasts and technical podcasts and shit. Okay. And uh, I decided to download a few and listen to them. Fucking can't. Bored to tears. I just can't. Like, they have... <laughs> I. They have interesting conversations within the realm of technology, and that's cool. But I feel like I can get more out of reading a book or like an article about it than I can listening to them talk about it. Because they're like, oh, yeah, over at Netflix, we use AWS S3, and then we do this other shit with SNS. And I'm like, fuck off. I don't care. I'm dying. You know? Like, <gasps> cool. I'm so glad people get stuff out of this. And I. Should be your target audience, but apparently I'm not because I have the attention span of a three-year-old. So, you know. So, so it sounds like it's like you're interested in the information, but the perhaps the way that it's conveyed. Yeah, by the, pres- by the host. The, the presentation doesn't do it for me, just because I think, like, whenever I I, I get more out of technical information and stuff through reading, I guess I absorb it better. It's great. And I think listening to podcasts and watching videos for me is primarily like a leisure activity, right? Sure. Or, or it takes my mind off of stuff I'm doing. Like, uh, I have six chickens for everyone out there who's listening. So a Latino with six chickens, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when I have the fucking... <laughs> when I have to clean like the dog yard or the chicken yard or some shit... Uh, Listening to podcasts makes that time go by so quickly. But when I tried it with a tech podcast, it felt like time had slowed down and it was bad. So, you know, I don't like, for me personally, I don't like that aspect of it. Okay, some of the dryness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm just not, you know. How about you? That makes sense. No, it's similar. And um, I also noticed as I was thinking about this, a little uh, kind of this past week as we were thinking about, you know, launching and recording this thing is I start. Uh, I was thinking not only that, that like I enjoy some of the more technical podcasts uh, occasionally, but I, I'm not a consistent listener to them yeah. for the same reason. And I also seem to prefer ones with a s- smaller cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind like of more tight knit. 
Yeah, if there's like five people uh, on the podcast, I I feel like everybody's just trying to like hit the buzzer, you know, to jump in <laughs> to to talk, and it it sounds like a competition sometimes, especially like uh, I I love comedians and stand up comedy, but some of the comedians on podcasts are like that, like oh I got a I got a joke, I'm gonna you know dive in um, for it. And so even the podcasts I, I listen to regularly, if they have a group of people on, sometimes those episodes to me are a drag. Um, Here's an interesting corollary, though. Uh, would you say that it's kind of the same in normal conversation? Like, sure. if you have a big, like, more than, like, five, maybe six people that people are just waiting for their turn to talk instead of, like, actively listening and stuff? Sorry, I wasn't listening. But, um, yeah, they, <laughs> they just want to, you know... <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I hate you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or or just sort of shouting over each other or the people not paying attention because they're not, they don't want to be a part of that larger Yeah, I've noticed um, that. Thing. There's also once... less responsibility too, yeah, right? Yeah, um, yeah. If you're If you're in a group of eight and, you know, a few people are sort of carrying the conversation and you don't care, then you can kind of check out and there's not, it's not as rude as if two people are talking. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I've noticed too that, uh, that like good conversations definitely have a person limit. And then once you get a big enough group, people start breaking off and kind of start having their own mini conversations within that larger conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that that sort of always always um, happens. So, as you, uh, so the listeners can, if anybody ever hears this, uh, can understand. <laughs> sort of, Eric came to me with with this idea, and so it was something I didn't quite ask you because I thought it could be an interesting thing to to ask you about. Yeah, is why make one? I mean, oh, is it, I mean, there's I mean, there's only like five or six podcasts out there so you know i understand that there's a need for to add a seventh podcast yeah um yeah. to the networks out there because <laughs> it is bone dry there's in content yeah. out there Actually, so we're pioneers in 2019 <laughs> jumping on the podcast game um let me pull up my bujo right now um, <laughs> okay we'll, we'll we'll dive into that in the yeah episode two here because I, I, I do have questions for you about that one, but that's a whole <laughs> can of worms. So that's it. We're, there's our first teaser. You ready? Ooh, oh. hey. Come back next week to listen to us talk about bullet journals. Hey. Will Goku be able to survive? <laughs> Tune in next week. On Dragon Ball Z. That guitar riff in that oh. was so good. That was the original theme, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I was going to, because I've been doing, okay, I've been, as you pull that up, I was, I've been doing uh, My Wife, and I have been uh, watching uh, Super. Oh, yeah, nice quality. And uh, they have a different theme song or whatever, and I think it was um, when Kai came out, I watched some of that. Do you know what Kai is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, at some point Which along one? the lines... Supreme Kai... There's a lot. No, no, there was a there's a series called Kai. Oh, which yeah, took, Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there was a little while where they had a theme song on there on for part of that run that I thought was the worst theme song 
I hated it so much, but now every time <laughs> we start an episode of Super, I sing that theme song over <laughs> the real one to, to bother my wife. <laughs> and I just remember the, li- I don't even remember all the lyrics, but I get it close enough. It's something about like, let's go, let's go, we're in love now, let's go, there's oh no time. Oh my God, is it really just like, be- let's go fighting love from South Park? It is, it's so close, oh it's God. so close. But, but yeah, the lyric... In the first line, let's go, let's go, we're in love now. That's amazing. What the fuck does that even mean? That's amazing. I love, uh, one of the reasons, because uh, I, I do like certain animes, um, but one of my favorite tropes in anime and in their openings, which South Park touches upon so well, is yeah. fucking random ass English lyrics. It's just like, <laughs> it'll be a whole string of Japanese, and then they'll just be like, fighting dreamers. And I'm like, why, why fighting dreamers? What does that mean in this rom-com anime? Please tell me more. So, you know, anime, that's something else we could talk about. Nah. <laughs> Get that weeb shit out of here. Yeah. You can keep that with your waifu in your bedroom. Yeah. Um, Back to uh, why I did this. Yes. Um, I like talking to people. Um I like talking to you. You're you're one of my besties. Aww. Um, uh, uh. I uh I don't know. I something that I wrote down is uh like an in-depth deep dive into work, hobbies, interests of family, friends, randoms, and also kind of I I really enjoy video essays exploring certain topics and interests, right? So I thought, hey, why don't I take me talking and learning new things and all that shit, exploring it. And, and do it in a podcast format. And that's kind of why the name of the podcast is Out of Focus, you know? Because I don't name have a drop. niche. Yeah, Out of Focus, bitches, listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a focus. We don't have a particular niche. Uh, it's just us sticking around with microphones. So that's really it. That's really so, what this is about. Uh, and w- one of the things I was curious about is why you chose a podcast over maybe some of the other avenues. Like you could make YouTube videos, you could live stream on Twitch, you could do a lot of those things, which, um, I mean, maybe perhaps there's a future of this in doing those with it. But, uh, yeah, why start with this and not one of those other ways? I have a boner for audio. Um (laughs) I was in a garage band in high school, you know, like like you, except you went on to actually do music and I pretended to do music. Um, but We all I can't think, be winners. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like audio. I like not having to pay attention to a screen all the time so I can do different stuff. Um, okay, and also, just be honest. You're naked right now as we're recording this. I am naked this. and slathered in coconut oil for all you women out there. And men. I don't discriminate. Sorry. Um... Where was I going with this fucking shit? I, I just like audio. I like, like I have audio. a face for radio, really, is what it is. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, he looks like if you took an elephant and shot it in the face with a shotgun and put glasses on it. Yeah, that's how you let, you forgot letting the corpse decompose for a couple months. That's, that's the most crucial part. But that's what I look like. <laughs> oh my God. I actually did oh, right. radio in high school. That was a thing I did. So maybe it stems from that. Oh, okay. I was a radio DJ in high school. All right. Well, mm. how, how about we take that and there's our teaser. Oh. Lead in for, <laughs> what, what are the two things we said we would tease? 
Oh, uh, Boo Joe. <laughs> Boo Joe. Yeah. And, uh, and DJ DJ Too Dope. Oh, yeah. You've DJed weddings, my friend, haven't you? Oh, God. Uh, we should talk about Florida. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was we'll a see. formative experience. We'll see. Um, so I think we're coming up to to wrap up time for episode one. We did it. Yeah. Um, be my. If bitch our audio do don't get fucked up, we hope. You're right. This is this is the first episode. Uh, I want to thank you for fucking joining me on this journey. And I won't thank you back, but I'll say you're welcome. Yeah, you better. You have to be Han Solo and say, "I know." You know, I, I love I you. Know. I know. <laughs> Uh, I'd also like to thank uh, my wife. She's a gem. She's my high school sweetheart. Um, Samantha Diaz, if you're listening, hearts to you. Uh, Aw. Yeah, I know, right? And, Chelsea uh, won't listen, so we don't have to worry about that. Are you going to thank her? Are you going to say, hey, babe, thanks? No? No. Nah. No? She won't <laughs> listen. <laughs> Chelsea, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> And and we have newly created social media oh, accounts. Oh, my bitch, and plug our social media. Oh, I'm going to plug it like it's Valentine's Day. Um, on Twitter, we are at Out of Focus Show. O-U-T-O-F-F-O-C-U-S-S-H-O-W. And I believe the same Instagram, except I don't know if our Instagram's set up. but I don't know. That's we're what we're going for. People. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we we have a website? Yeah. What's uh, that one? I did. I bought a domain. It's outoffocuspodcast.com. Don't fucking go there right now. I don't know when this is going to be released. Maybe go there. Go there. Yeah. Outoffocuspodcast.com. I will See have a website up by then. <laughs> if not, we'll post some sort of ridiculous picture. Yes. Yeah. In, in the meantime. <laughs> so we have a Twitter, we have an Insta, and we have a website, and maybe a Discord incoming. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. We're we're hip. Well, no Snapchats. No, we're not doing that, a, right? I have a private Snapchat. If you want to pay me fifteen bucks a month, I <laughs> yeah, could, subscription you know. only. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I do and, more uh, than talk on that Snapchat. And uh, if you DM me, I'll I'll give you my my free cams account. Hey, um, I love you, motherfuckers. I'm gonna finish drinking my vodka lemonade, Nick. Yeah, I love you too. You're welcome.